Welcome to Building Your Best Career, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Building Your Best Career. Today, I want to talk about three of the biggest mistakes people make when they are searching for a job. I think I saw last week that it was over 2 million people filed for unemployment last week. I know that there's still so many people out there that are looking for their next stop, and it's really important to maximize your efforts and not waste time. I understand that for some, the the urgency for finding a job is a little bit less. Others, it's very, very present. I need to find a job as soon as I possibly can. Okay, so I wanted to talk about a couple things that you can avoid doing to help your job search process. The first one sounds like a no-brainer. But believe it or not, it really hasn't been. I've been hearing some stories and it's just, it's, I hear folks saying, oh, you know, I'm applying to all these positions and I'm just not getting calls back. I'm just not getting heard. If I get to the interview, it doesn't go well. And the problem with this is that they're applying for jobs that they're not qualified for. And then you get frustrated because the company doesn't want to hire you or doesn't call you back or you're not, you're not getting the traction that you think you should be. But then when you dig a little bit and you ask about what the position was for and how they've done that in the past and they can't explain it, why are you applying to that job? You're wasting everybody's time, including your own. There are a lot of people out there looking for jobs. There are a lot of quality, skilled, talented people out there looking for jobs. The competition is stiff. The last thing you want to do is waste your time applying to jobs that somebody else is better suited for. Now, that said, there are a lot of jobs out there, and there is a job out there for you. You just need to find it. It takes a little bit of time. I get it. And I'm not saying that you should only apply to one or two or three jobs. We've talked about this before. I am a fan of putting as many applications out there, but they have to be the right applications. So it's really important for you to read through the job description and really understand what it is that they're looking for. Some job descriptions are really general, right? They're just looking for a generalist and lots of different people can apply for it. Those are not positions that you should skip. You should definitely apply to those. If you're able to fill the qualifications that they have and do them well, then absolutely apply for them. But if you're talking about really specialized positions, make sure that you can do all of the things that are listed there. If they're listing off 10 requirements and you can only do six, that's probably not going to be a good position for you to apply to. Now, if you can sort of do the things that the extra three or four things, right, or you've done them in the past, but you don't necessarily love them, or you've done them on a limited basis or a long, long time ago, you can still consider applying to those jobs. The way I would suggest that you qualify and disqualify those positions is if you were asked about those four tasks or four elements of the job that you're not super sure you did 
or have done well, if they were to ask you about them in the interview and ask you to explain how you could bring value to their organization by doing those four things, what are you going to say? If you can explain them and give examples and weave a story around how you can bring value to their company because you have used those those skills in the past, then absolutely apply for those positions. If you can't, if you're going to get in an interview and freeze because you really don't have a good example for that, or you're going to spin some story about how you did something kind of like it, but not really, and then you just get out your shovel, right? And you're just digging at that point, trying to find a way to explain that you did this before. They're going to see right through that. Okay, so save yourself the aggravation and the frustration, save them the time and money of bringing you in for an interview and focus on the positions that you could go and do and do well. Now, you may be saying, well, Kelly, I really want to do that job, though, because those two extra things that I haven't done are things that I'd really like to learn. That's a different story. Okay, if there's something general that you can learn on the job, You can spin that. You can explain that I've kind of done this a little bit, but with supervision at my past job, it's been something I'm aspiring to do. I've taken some online training so that I've got kind of the the gist of how it is that it works. And I'd really love to learn and grow with your organization by doing these things. However, the other eight of the 10 things I can knock out of the park. So these are just some augmented skills that I can learn while I'm there. Okay. Not sure right now that that will seal the deal for you. It's all going to depend on how well you can really sell the story of how you're going to bring it with the other other tasks that they need. But at the same time, for something like that, it's worth a shot if that position is something that is really desirable to you. Okay, but again, you need to spend some time making sure that you've got your story straight on that area that you're not necessarily strong in so that you can basically sell yourself into that role that you are able to hit the ground running and learn and start implementing whatever it is that they need right away. Okay, number two is not doing your homework. Not understanding the culture, the mission, the values, all of the details about the organization that you're applying to. And this is a mistake on several levels. Number one, when you're writing your cover letter, you should be including ways that you can bring specific value to their specific organization based on what you know about their organization, based on something you have learned about the culture there, the vision, where it started, the founders. There is so much information on the internet about all companies, right? You have to spend the time, you have to do the homework. Like I said, it's a tough job market out there right now and these little bits where you're willing to put in the extra effort and the extra time is what's going to set you apart. You're going to be able to explain to them in an interview, hey, I see that you've been struggling for years with getting this. I have had great success in my career doing A, B, and C, which will directly apply to what it is that you're struggling with and I can help you solve that problem or I can help it along or make it easier or whatever it is, right? I see that your founder went to such and such university. I went there too and I really was 
in line with the the value and the cultures or whatever it is that went on with that school and why I see the the imprint upon that of how you've built your company, that type of thing. Even if you're looking at big organizations and you're not necessarily interviewing with an owner or a founder or something along those lines, you're talking to middle management or a hiring manager, they still are in line with the values and the culture of the company. You don't want to show up wearing uh, jeans and a, and a dress shirt with a collar to a business formal kind of organization and vice versa. If you look online and they're a laid back kind of Facebook kind of company where they don't wear suits to work every day, maybe you want to wear dress pants and a collared shirt and a sports coat, but leave off the tie or something like that. You can find out so much about an organization that can be hints about what it is that they're looking for, which you can then tie into your stories when you're interviewing and when you're writing your description in your resume and updating your cover letter so that it matches directly with that organization, okay? These are tips, these are hints, and we need to be using them, not ignoring them and thinking that we know, oh, well, we just throw out the resume. My resume is going to sell itself. I don't need to take the time for that. Sure, that's an approach. It may get you an interview, but it may not. Why not, instead of wasting time, spend a little bit extra time to make sure that you are equipped with every little bit you can? All right. And number three is not leveraging your network. With everybody having been home for months now, it's amazing how many people have found the internet. I mean, there was a lot of people on there before. There was a lot of people using social media, but there are so many people now using it to stay connected and engaged and just in discussions with others. Use your network. Do not be afraid or ashamed to say to your network, I lost my job. I am looking for a job. This is my resume. Here's a link to my my website or here's a link to my resume. Here's a link to my cover letter. Here's a link to my CV. Whatever it is that you're using, create a video. Post a video up on LinkedIn or have a video application that you want to send along. Send to your, your friends and family and colleagues, former bosses, former employees, all of them. The more you get the word out, the more people are looking for you. Now, that's not to say that everybody you tell is going to help you find a job, right? But if you tell two people, you have two chances for people to be helping you and the people that those two people know. If you tell 20 people, you've got 20 more chances that a few of those people will tell other people and be on the lookout. If you tell 300 people, if you go on LinkedIn and message your your colleagues and I want to stress that you should be respectful of it and don't hound them. Hey, I sent you an email last week about a job. Haven't heard back. Are you going to help me out or what? Don't be a jerk about it because people are busy. Just like if someone were asking you for an intern, you're busy too, right? But the more people you talk to about it, the more people you socialize the idea that you are looking for a job and you make it clear to them what it is that you're looking for. One thing that I've heard over the years is so frustrating to people in organizations where they've got friends of friends of friends that will say, hey, I'm looking for a job. Do you think you have anything at your organization? Is there anything available? And then they'll say, well, yeah, we have some positions. What are you looking for? I don't know, just whatever you think. Whoa, why are you having them job search for you? 
Why would you want them to job search for you? You know what you do. You know what you do well. You know what you want. You know what you like. You know what you're looking for. So why would anybody suggest that someone else should just find them a job, right? So if you're looking to your network, look on their company website. Say they work for a a consulting firm. You go to their consulting firm website. You read all about the culture of the organization. You look for all the positions that are open. You see if you can find out who the hiring manager is for any of the positions. You take notes on all of that. Then you reach out to your friend who works for that organization and say, hey, I lost my job or I'm looking for a new job. I would love to work for your organization. I really resonate with... ABC of the culture and the and the mission and the values that I read about on their website. I found job A, B, and C, the hiring manager is so-and-so. Do you think there's any way you could put me in for that job? Could you recommend me? Could you give me an idea of who I could reach out to? Do you know that hiring manager? Could you help me? Okay? And you're going to get some lip service from people. I'm not going to lie. There may be people that just can't be bothered to go through that effort. There are a lot of organizations that offer bonuses for referrals, right? And if if you have presented a really good case to them of why you're going to make them look good and you're going to stick around for six months so that they can get a bonus, it's in both your best interests for them to send your resume in, right? But not all organizations do that. Sometimes it's just a matter of them having to take the time to do it. You have no idea what the relationship is with the hiring manager or, or the the HR department or whatnot. There may be a, a million different reasons why they would or would not help you out, whether they say they're going to or not. So again, that goes to not putting all of your eggs in that one basket. If you do not get some kind of confirmation from them or from their organization that you put they put you in, it's certainly okay for you to send an email to them and say, hey, you know, perhaps you're really busy. I really would appreciate it if you can help me, but if you could just let me know if you're not going to be able to do this, I'll apply from externally because I really would like to go for this job. And then if you don't hear back from them, then just apply for the job, right? I don't know that I would necessarily put that person down as a reference at that point if they completely ignored all of your requests It could just be simply that they're very busy and they haven't had time to get back to it. It's not a priority for them to find you a job, right? Or there could be something else going on there and maybe you don't want to take that chance, okay, of putting them down as a reference. But use your network. I see on LinkedIn all the time, there's a bunch of different groups up there and people come in and say, I lost my job today. This is what I've been doing. This is what my experience is. If you could keep an eye out, I'm looking for jobs in this, this, and this. You know, and they check back in. They put repost. They update the post. These are the type of positions. These are the organizations that I'm considering. This is the type of job I'd like. And they're real specific about what it is that they're looking for. Some folks are super specific, you know, and I'll be honest, every once in a while I'll see one that it's like, holy cow, you're looking for the unicorn of jobs. If you're going to find it, this is where you're going to find it because they've got thousands of people looking for them. But at the same time, sometimes we need to be a little bit more flexible, but it depends on your situation. There are folks that can, can afford to be inflexible. This is the job they want and they're willing to wait for it. Okay. So again, I know that right now is a really difficult time to be looking for a job. Like I said earlier, the, the 
competition is stiff. There are a lot of really talented people out there looking. But that doesn't mean that there's not a job out there for you. There's probably several of them. It's just a matter of finding it, taking the time, putting in the effort to make sure that you stand out and you are demonstrating yourself as the person for that job, okay? And the three things you want to make sure that you don't do are applying to jobs you're not qualified for because that eats up your time and resources that you don't need to be spending. Not doing your homework about your organization, making sure that you are learning everything and anything about that company so that in any way you can use that to your advantage and demonstrate that you're interested in them specifically in your cover letter, in your interview, any of those things, in your resume, okay? And number three, not leveraging your network. Talk to your friends. Let them know. There's lots of people out of work. There's nothing to be ashamed about. You didn't lose your job because you weren't doing a good job. You lost your job because this crazy virus has kicked all kinds of people to the curb. And in a lot of situations, it's not even the company's fault. You know, there's a lot of companies struggling to stay afloat. Talk to your network. Let them know what you're looking for. Send them position descriptions. Send them job openings at their company that you're interested in. Ask them to link you up with their hiring manager. Whatever they can do for you, okay? But don't be afraid to let them know that you need their help. Because I guarantee that most of them would have no problem turning around and asking you for help if the situation were reversed, right? So why should you not leverage that powerful tool. All right. I hope you have great luck this week looking for jobs. It's a brand new month. The sun is shining, and I hope that it brings lots of great luck for folks in job searching and interviewing and starting on their first new day of a new adventure. Have a great week. All right. So thanks for listening to Building Your Best Career. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to buildingyourbestcareer.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or if you'd like to be a guest on an episode. And please go ahead and recommend me to your friends. Until next time, always remember to stand up and be confident. Stand by all that you do and say with integrity and stand out because after all, there's only one you.